I'm Bobby. I'm Nathan. And this could be a podcast. A podcast. The word that I just had in my head was virtue signaling. There is a lot of virtue signaling going on with everything because it's an easy defense. I mean, as far as I mean, it's an easy defense against people who are rabid. It's easy for me to just sit there and say, hey, we got this plexiglass. Look, you can see. You can't say we didn't have it. You can't say we didn't have it. You know, as compared to, hey, how much social distancing? How much testing have you done? How much this, that, and the other thing have you done? And and that's the thing. I mean, but that's, there's, and that's what the mask, I mean, don't get me wrong. Masks are, a, there is a certain level of virtue signaling to masks mm-hmm. in a public, not not a public forum, but in a, um, in a broadcast forum. How about that? Sure. Um, sure. As compared to like me being in a store. I wear a mask because I don't want to get the place that I'm in in trouble. I, I, when yes. I go into a bar, I don't need to wear a mask. I don't want to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get that bar in trouble. I'm going right. in there to right. support that bar and restaurant. That's yeah. why I'm going in there in yeah. the first place. I don't want to bring any trouble into them. I understand that there is a level of fuck, this is stupid. Yeah. And I get it. And I agree it's stupid. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't go to the grocery store anymore, not because I'm afraid of getting corona, because I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with the wearing a mask and going through the store. I'd rather pay the you know $10 tip. Are you happy, though? What do you mean, am I happy? <laughs> no, no, like, are you happy with your delivery? Uh, I mean, no, I mean, just like, seriously, just 60% like, of the time. See, I don't like that. 60% see, of the that, time. That's... That's been like that's, my like. But that's when, I, when I'd rather deal with wearing a mask inside a store and get a hundred percent of what I want out of it, compared to not wearing a mask and having it delivered. Going back to though, I going back to the whole virtue signaling thing. Yeah, go right? on. Because I'm sorry. It, I derailed you. No, it because I I agree with you. Like, I would rather I would rather just go to the grocery store. Right? Yeah. Um. Outside of wearing a mask, like, can we refine the grocery store delivery to be, be good? Like, if I could pick and choose the yeah. three people that have done a really good job, <sighs> yeah, I would love that. That'd be great. And that's actually worth the time. Is there a way for you to leave feedback saying, hey, yeah. Jennifer, like, fucking yeah. nailed it. Yep. Yep, you can. Oh, you can. Yep. Okay. Yep. You can do that. And so, in that, in that aspect, like, I think there's been a lot of positives to all this. Like, I think... The idea of someone delivering, you know, groceries to me outside of anything else, it's just a time saver. Yeah. It's a time saver. Like, oh, I don't have three hours to go, you know, run to the grocery store. And what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, throughout the week, even. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Throughout the week. Yeah. I guess. Sure. Because I, I was one of those guys that, I mean, I used to go to the grocery store every day. I don't know if you did or not, but not every day, but every other day. But then again, I, I am within half a mile mm-hmm. of a grocery store like a major grocery within, store yeah. like i can go it, i have no problem. zero traffic zero traffic yep. i can go to the grocery store all your the time. total travel time is probably what five minutes to well, and from oh not even that yeah yeah i mean that's like at time most in the car. time in the car like it is mm-hmm. literally 45 seconds down 45 seconds up yeah. i mean and, and that's amazing and i love it and that's mm-hmm. what that's one of the main reasons I love the house I'm in currently is because space (laughs) just the opulence. (laughs) So outside of perfecting food delivery, 
this this whole thing I've noticed yeah. with because we're in a new onslaught of um, Christmas commercials and everything like that, holiday commercials. Everyone's showing you yeah. how woke yeah. they are with their commercials, and I think you and I have talked about it a little bit. But sure. like, how many takes do they do of the Burger King commercials where they're celebrating? And they're not giving anything to anybody. They're just like. Bombarding people that are getting a two for five Whopper deal (laughs) with like a carol of people singing Christmas songs and then the Burger King, like that's it. That's all they're doing. And then then all the all the candid, the super candid responses, you know. And how many? If it's really candid, how many shitty fucking responses do they get in that fucking? uh, Oh, I'd probably say eighty percent. But they, but so we can really they, agree they, though that they didn't actually. It's not candid at all. Like oh, I think oh, I bet there's. You I bet think there's that's an, really I candid? Be, I bet there is enough people who are like, well, this is fun and exciting. And I they get uh, yeah, dude. There it's a, at least a three or four camera shoot that yeah. they're doing, and yeah. they're just surprising people that are getting the two for five whopper deal. Sure. You don't think there's you do desperate, that for you do that you for a night. You don't think there's desperate actors out there that are willing to. If you, you might have a point there, but I'm saying like, if I shot that in shoot it for a night if here in get, Iowa, if I shot that in, in Iowa mm-hmm. on a Friday night mm-hmm. in rolled for four hours, mm-hmm. I might get three responses of where you're unveiling a full, like 20 person choir. Yes. You're doing that bit. How many times? Mm, probably 30. I'm guessing 30. Yeah. So and you're doing I, that I, bit I'm 30 get, times. Yes. So you're hiding 20 some people Yeah. for 30 some people. If you can yeah. count the crew, oh, you're yeah. hiding 30 some people strategically. Yes. For how many times? Like if, if there's a line at four if, hours, but if there's a line, oh, yeah. if there's a line at Burger King, yeah. All right. If the person in the, I bet the, wait, I wait, bet wait, wait, if the person in front, if the person that sees it, and then there's a car five, there's a five cars deep person that sees hold, it. I bet they hold them at the, I bet they held them. I bet it's a closed set. I bet it's not I bet real. They, I bet they held them. I'd, I'd well, hold I mean, them. You don't, you don't think it's, you think it's real. You really think it's real? I'd hold them at the, uh, what's it called? The drive through Yeah. No, no, at the, at the box, They'd, the, at the menu and say, hold on, just don't pull up yet. I need you to stop here. But you can see everything. You can see twenty people walking out and seeing. No, a no because show. you're around the corner, dude. Are you, you're around are you the serious? Box. Are you gonna really? Yeah. You think that's candid? Do I think it's possible to hide? If I ha- if I'm around the corner, if I'm all the way at the, the think about down on Locust, the okay. not Locust. It uh, doesn't matter. Picture the Burger King in no, your town. Not, not the Burger King. Well, I guess sure. it is. It is a Burger King. That's what we're using. Picture the Burger King in your town. It doesn't matter. Don't don't be specific. Just picture the Burger the King. The one in on your JFK? Town. No. Picture listen, these people that listen to the podcast yeah, don't live in this town. I'm saying So picture the Burger King in your there town. There are two there's two scenarios where the drive up menu is fully behind the actual store. Okay. Okay. So there is a significant blind spot between <laughs> the back of the store and from where you pick up food. Okay. Okay. Sure. So can you hold them at the menu board <laughs> long enough to reset? The, the, again, the amount of business that you'd lose and, in the privately owned or the, oh, 
it's like it is a privately owned Burger King, by the way. Oh yeah, no, I love I love that all guy. Burger all Burger Kings no, are man. privately owned. I love our franchisee, like uh, the guy who owns the franchises here mm-hmm. in town. Great guy. Sure, I'm just letting you know. I'm telling you right now. I'm going back to the virtue signaling aspect of yeah. these commercials. Oh, oh listen, because oh hey, it's marketing. Hey, surprise, marketing, and they're trying to make things a positive thing. But it's, it's, weird. Not real. It's, it's weird. It's not real. Yeah. It's Welcome not. to fucking marketing. Marketing, they're not. But the problem is, though, when people think it's real, though. It's the problem when people like you think that they actually stop people in a fucking McDonald's they for getting stop, a two they, for five. They stop people. They stop people for 10 minutes. Yeah. And, and people in their uh, responses and, are, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Oh, and, my God. And once and again, like I said. Conditioning, it's conditioning. Uh, it is actually conditioning. When I said, what did I say? 10%. 10%. Of the people who actually went through and did that had those responses, and the other, and but the that's other nine, rewarding those responses. Though. And the other nine out of ten who didn't have the responses, we don't. But it's rewarding the bombastic. It's rewarding the stupid response. So, because would you do that? Would you respond that way in that situation? The, if someone came, you want to see my response? Yeah. Huh. Do you think that makes air? No, no, that's not no. going to make. No, that's so not going to make it. It's not rewarding. It's not rewarding the right behavior. So, so you're not getting. Uh, you're not getting the dopamine response. So, it's okay. it's one of the other things. too. another example that I have is the Best Buy commercials with the claymation that have come out. I don't know if you've seen these at all, but um, uh, just now. Like, but it's it's earlier. it's ludicrous. Like it's anyhow. So your your okay. your idea is that we should have just shitty marketing. Uh, I think marketing can be better. I think marketing so, no, is we shitty. Just, no, we should just have. And if Effective somebody comes up with an idea, shitty. If somebody comes it, up with an idea, and it doesn't pan out, we should always use the shitty takes. I think that would be much better, actually. If if Burger King put out the shitty responses, if, if Burger, if even if, they put out one, if they put out ten of the everyone going, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" And then they just put out the B roll of everyone being like. Huh. What the fuck is this? I just want my fucking burger. Just if they did that, I'd have much more respect for them. Okay. I'd have much more respect for okay. them. Okay, but it's not because that's not the the whole goal they're going for. Everything has to be flow and progressive and Geico and isn't that weird and no. shit like that. One of the commercials that I think is uh, one of the better commercials I've seen in the last twenty years, honestly, is the uh, uh, kids turning into their parents buying a buying a house. Have you seen those commercials? Oh, where, that was like what. I feel like that was where they go to like a hardware. Was store. that like a Redfin or? A, uh, I believe I think it's progressive. Or progressive. I, I think it is yeah. progressive commercial, but it's uh, the guy that's like a counselor for people that are turning, turning into the parents, parents when they buy. Yeah, yeah. I think like that's a phenomenal idea. Execution yeah. is great. Sure, uh, it's a good commercial. Okay, I mean, but I honestly I can count on one hand the amount of good commercials I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah, lifetime. You're not the person. As my wife, who like as I bitch about like children's, uh, children's programming. Oh, this is a bullshit story. This is a, this is a bad narrative for a child. And my wife says, "You're not the fucking audience. You're not the audience." But I, they're uh, not. But wor- I am though. I'm a 35 year old white man. They're not worried about you. They're not worried about you. They they're, they were they're 10 not years gonna, ago. They're I not going to dupe you. <laughs> Who they're not looking to dupe you, and but what's the point? Though? I'm not. Who are they? How what? many people are you really thinking? You're worried about your dumbass neighbor getting 
like swindled by Burger King to buy more Burger King. It's, it's, it, I mean, is that the problem? It's not swindled. It's just the, uh, I guess it's the, oh my God, that's so cool that they did that. That's so cool. Is that a Twitter thing? I mean, have you seen it's that a on Twitter? Twitter? Thing? Do you have people in your life that show you commercials? Do you have people when you go to family functions show you commercials? No. I do. Well, that's okay? on you. Well, it's not, but I mean, it's it happens in my life. Once again. Where they say, hold on, hold on. We're not going to just watch the commercial as it airs. We're going to pull it up on YouTube and watch the commercial. And then we have okay. to be like, oh, that's that's great. Oh, my yeah, God. That's sure. amazing. Oh, my God. Wow. Yep. Oh, that flow. She is so funny. Wow. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You the, got a problem. That's on you. Is it? Yeah, that's on you. What would what would be your suggestions for remedying that situation? Fucking ignoring it. You've got a wackadoodle. You've got a wackadoodle in your family circle that <laughs> wants to show you commercials and say, "Oh my god, how sweet, how cute." Not you, when it comes on and say, "Oh, you know, actually, I kind of do like this commercial." It, this is this kind of does make me a little weepy. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about actively. Anyhow, okay. Okay. So what was it last year? I mean, not last year. Last week. Last week we were talking about CBS when I, shows. When I said, I said the thing is I hate is when progressives and other people outside of a libertarian mindset say, I'm not worried about me. I'm a smart person. I'm worried about my stupid ass neighbor who will go through and he's going to go down some horrible line of, of thinking and yep. end up marching in like some kind of Confederate army militia. Who cares? Because of, you know, listening to people say bad things on the internet. Who cares? Okay. Same fucking thing. Okay. With Burger King. Sure. But here's here's the difference though between the two things. When I want to watch my football team play a game, yeah. I don't have to watch my stupid neighbor listen to the rhetoric that he's listened to to go and march for something and do anything. Like regardless sure. of gender. Like I don't have to watch any of that. And actually to an extent, I actually have to watch it on the left leaning side. Uh, that the left leaning politics yeah. has bled into advertising. Sure. So yep. everything is equality and everything matters. And, you know, I just want to end racism. It's like, yeah, those are all things. It, no one in the last 30 years has been like, let's keep racism going. And if they have, there's they're so, an incredible. There's, so there's a very few people. There's a very few people. If they, anyone's <laughs> like, yeah, let's keep racism going. Like black people suck. And that's all that, that fucking matters. Have you met a black person? Yeah. Like, it's so yes i understand yeah. like the the reason why i never watched mad men is because i don't relate to the characters and the reason oh, you don't relate to day drinking no i don't relate to actually like the misogynistic like world that that they came from mm. like i never understood it and when harvey weinstein started getting busted for being harvey weinstein i was like oh well duh of course because look have at you, him have, have you, you looked, looked at, at this guy like yeah. of course that's why they were making fun of him openly for 20 years yeah Duh! Like it's it, you never watched I, Mad Men. I I, I watched like a few episodes. I just it was I, just too slow, not, or not because it was too slow. I'm just not a John Ham guy. Is that who it is? Yeah, it's John Ham. Yeah, I'm just I don't think he's good. Anyway, he is much like a Justin Timberlake as far he thinks he's funnier than oh. he is. Oh, but uh, 
I, I I go back to like when we were in when we were in New York last year. Um, we were there. Gorgeous. We were there in June during Gay Pride Month, and every fucking store was just rainbowed out and everything like that. And we, yep. I was just on Reddit and scrolling through, and it was every company on July first, and it was Tobias Fuque from Arrest Development saying, saying and seen. You know, because that's all it is. Yes. You cannot yeah. trust these companies to yeah. be virtuous. And, no. and the amount of people that like associate that like, well, I'm just so happy. Like I shop at Target and like people that shop at Walmart are so stupid and they're just backwards and redneck. And yes. I shop at Target and because I'm just better. And that's yeah. the mythos. And they, even if they never say that, but that's the general mindset that they have. And it's absolutely insane because... Yes. It's the same fucking store. Yes. The one's marketed differently. To yes. You. Incredibly. And and they get to mark up prices for a little bit because they marketed differently than you. Yeah. That's it. Once again. But somehow you're a better person for shopping at Target than going to Tar- or going to Walmart. Yeah. I, which is asinine to me. No, I I think you need to just turn your eye just a little bit more inward, Bobby. Okay. Go and on. just like let that shit roll off. You don't it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that Burger King had a bullshit ad. (laughs) Burger King had a bullshit ad. That shouldn't affect anything. Uh, It shouldn't, but it does. How? How does it? It slowly does. It slowly affects how people in is slowly uh, ingest media. It's 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 how they. It's how um, things like the Mask Singer or. American Idol at oh uh, earlier can overtake a population because they don't know any better. And uh, like I know you and I have talked off yeah. pod about this book I'm listening to amusing I'm going to eventually listen to that. But it it's an interesting take on for and I, I didn't want to be I didn't want the podcast to be all about what I'm listening to right now, but it is it's an interesting uh like I I, I guess uh it delves into what media actually has an effect on our society and the, the perception of an image with the perception of um, what the, I guess, I guess the, the, the delivery system of the information, Okay, you know, like people care more about in this, in this book that in this time, people care more about who shot uh, JR in Dallas than <laughs> they did about, you know, what's actually going on in politics worldwide. Right, the average yeah, person, yeah, I, and then there's a slow uh, de-evolution that happens with that because more people care about who was on the mass singer, who like won American Idol, than uh, do they? why why the fuck we're in Syria or the why the fuck we're in Yemen or what's going on in Venezuela or anything like that. And there's also an interesting point that they make within the book of like when the when the uh, the telegraph was uh, invented, uh, I think it was Henry David Thoreau said. Um, why does why does the person in Maine have anything to talk to about the person in Texas? All right, you know, right. at that time, it's a valid point because they're they're worlds apart. They're in the same country, but they're worlds apart. Like, yeah, nothing that's happening There's in Maine. A very of, different culture, right? But nothing that happening happens in Maine affects anything that's happening in Texas. And then that that creates this information, this news of the yeah. day, this news of like. Oh, this is this is what's happening, you know. And sure. he rattles off. Sure. And I'm. I'll just say, listen to the book or read the book or whatever the fuck you want to do. But who wrote a, that? Ah, uh, God, what was his name? Uh, Neil Postman was his name. Or is his name? I feel I like that's that does sound familiar, and I feel like that's 
did he write anything else? I, I feel like... I don't know. We'll look it up. That looks... Because when you told me the other day, I was like, that feels like... It, it, I don't know if it's like Neil Gaelman, you know, Neil in a last name ending in it, man. It's it's a really good book. I mean, it's as far as... It, and it is much more of a... Me- like I said, it's much more of a media studies book. Sure. It's kind of dissecting how we how we interpreted information being a literary society how we transformed into an auditory society yeah. how we transitioned into a um film uh media, television society m- don't get me wrong media consumption is he is a- dead sorry he died in, in 2003 uh, oh on three. Well, i'm sorry. 72 72 yeah cheers to him yeah he's good i mean it's good neil it's good Gilman. neil postman yeah jesus christ <laughs> the postman Anyhow, I, I, I think media consumption is a very, and I found myself like questioning what's going on as I just like devour book after book after book, television series after television series, movie after movie. Mm-hmm. I've always questioned, like, I have kind of questioned, like, what's the point? Like, what am I just like a hungry, hungry hippo? just devouring absolutely anything in my path and my, what am I actually getting as I like plowed my way through like the fourth game of Thrones book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, shit, is this, what, what's the, what's the point of this? A- am I really doing this for a good reason? What am I trying to get out of mm-hmm. going through this 17 hour book right now? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't find a good answer. I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. That's the, that's the point of it. It's like the enjoyment factor. Again, it feels really nice to win the internet lottery, right? It feels nice to be featured on a Popeye's commercial of singing. I got me some Popeye's, you know, and that's like, I mean, I bet that does feel good. Maybe. Have you ever been on a Popeye's commercial? No, but there's that whole thing. Have you ever eaten at Popeye's? Oh, Popeye's is great chicken uh, they have great chicken and uh they have a really good coleslaw and so in the past three years that mm-hmm. pop two years that popeyes has been down how many times have you gone through popeyes i try to stay away from fast food as much as possible but good for you bobby it's a virtue signaling to everybody else <laughs> out there so just so you know i'm not worried about you um probably three or four times yeah okay yeah. good chicken tenders uh really good pasta salad do you miss Long John Silver's being in town? No. Yeah? No. Did you go through? Not Catholic, so I don't Did know. Did you go through Long John Silver's? Um, so I had a friend who in high school, we played in a band together, and he worked at Long John Silver's, and for a little bit of time, yeah. we could go in and get all the Long John Silver's <laughs> we wanted. And even at high school, we really didn't take advantage of it like you would think we would. So, My thing is Long John Silver's is like a once a year... Once, once a, like if you're eating at Long John Silver's once every quarter, every three months, there's something up with you. Well, no, like that's too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's just much. there's something wrong. Like yeah, you're doing I mean, something. You wrong. shouldn't do that. You no. shouldn't do that. I mean, don't get me. Wrong. I like I enjoy Long John Silver's. So my wife, her sister, and we visit often. Mm-hmm. Lives down in. Uh, suburb of St. Louis, and along the way, we stop in Hannibal, Missouri, mm-hmm. and they've got a Long John Silver's right on the road as we come into town. 
And okay, you know what? And that's when you do it. Yeah, let's. Um, yeah, you Jesus want some? Christ. I mean, let's. You wanted some line, John Zilbers? Yeah, I mean, so we're talking. Do do you ever really want it, or do you just get it because it's a novelty? Part of it is a novelty. I'm gonna 100 like agree that's to that. Saying. Okay, cool. Some of it's a novelty because it's something I I don't have around me anymore. Around me anymore. And the second is I don't mind it. Like. I'll, hey, listen, you want to you wanna put some kind of deep fat fried food in front of me? I'm fucking there. Like, I love deep fat fried mm-hmm. food. So, um, yeah. Hey, shrimp, chicken, That's fish a- that tastes check- like chicken. Yeah. yeah, I'm there. I'm fucking there, man. Yeah. I, I You lose me at the shrimp. Like, I really don't trust shrimp when you're not around. Oh, no. Coast. Deep but- fat fried shrimp? I mean, batter. No, fried shrimp. When I'm on the coast, sure. Any coast, sure. Absolutely. But you, no, you got me. You got a point on scampi. You got a point like uh, on me, like a pasta. You can give mean, me even a cod, or you can give me like uh, some kind of white fish. Sure, sure some kind of white fish. Sure, around this area, we can <laughs> definitely have that. But what I what I do like to do, to your point of like indulging, I, I like to have a like a uh, like a hillbilly or a trailer park buffet is what I like. Go on. Well, basically. When you can go to a place that is incredibly cheap mm. and you can just buy like the menu. The menu. You're just like, sure. I'll take one of everything. Sure. I love doing that. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of when, when you get me like a $3 hamburger at like a bar <laughs> and then there's like <laughs> 10 things on the menu. Yeah. And I'm like, everything's, the menu, please. everything's under $7. I'm like, mm. and we'll take one of everything. And we'll do it. Yeah. Sometimes that'll happen at home where we just I'll look in the I'll look in the freezer mm-hmm. and I'll see that we've got ten appetizer, frozen appetizers mm-hmm. just in the freezer. And I say, Kids, we're having an appetizer night. Yeah. We're <laughs> and, having a teaser <laughs> night. And it's literally just all the different I mean, like four or five different appetizers. I I'm always reminded of the of the Michael Scott joke in uh the office where <laughs> <laughs> you walk into a Burlington Co. factory with five hundred dollars. You are quite literally a king. <laughs> like you walk. I've never been. You, well, but you walk into any of like in our in our town in our specific town. Coles. We have a we have a Jack's Chicken Palace, which mm. is a local chicken pot jo- ch- fried chicken place. That place. Yeah. But again, everything's seven dollars and under. You walk into Jack's Chicken Palace with $500, you are quite literally a king. Oh, like, like, you can literally buy them out. You can just be like, I'll take one of everything, and then uh, we'll do another round for anybody else who's walking through. That happened not too long ago. Uh, my sister in But every place in America has a place like that. Oh, yeah. Where you're like, I don't know how the fuck you survive. I don't know what the hell you're doing. But like, we, we I try to do it once every three months every, just, just because it's fun. Yeah. You know, just be like, hey. Yeah, well, like, let's get a smorgasbord of shitty, cheap food no, it's good. from a local it's good. place. It's good. And you get it, and you're like, this shit sucks. And you're like, well. Uh, see, uh, the onion rings at Jack's Chicken Palace are absolutely fantastic. When you when you get, first off, any place that's named a chicken palace, <laughs> the chicken's going to be divine. All right. Anything else you get, though, from that, that's going to be the, uh, well, fuck Listen, this, this th- hamburger sucks. Well, it's not called Jack's Hamburger Palace. Now, I don't it? know. I have I don't think I've ever had a hamburger. Don't forget it. No. Why would you? They, because they, it's $3. They've and got you're just crinkle fries. To... They, they've got crinkle fries, and the, they, like, they'll give you, they'll throw as many fries 
as they can at you to right. stop you. The real money is in the onion rings. Their onion rings are fucking great. And it's they're thin. And this might be like my dad, mm-hmm. <laughs> like popping through. Um, my dad always liked super thin sliced onion rings. Some co- people call them haystackers, where it's just like thin breaded uh, onion rings, not that heavy breaded, mm-hmm. where it's like a big thick ring. And when you take a bite in it, like uh, like Burger King, like take a bite and the onion flops out when you oh. take a bite. Okay. Or uh, like uh, who is it? Uh, I, I, Red I, Robin. Red Robin. Okay. The stack of onion rings. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I want to like Burger King has the the odd. I have no idea if this is actually an onion onion ring. Yes. That's yeah. the thing where it's a mush where you're like, uh, this is not an onion. But I. That's my favorite onion ring. That's, oh really? Uh, oddly, that is my favorite fucking onion ring. I I like a thin, like eighth of an inch thin, onion ring. And a loose batter, like not mm-hmm. a batter. It's not a batter. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, it's. I don't know what. What do you yeah, call it? It's a batter. Yeah. Where it's it's a batter. Like you, you, you onion, uh, and you, you dredge. Yolk yeah. and, yes, and yeah. and you toss it in some flour and yeah. you fry it. But that depends on how you're how you're doing it. Sometimes, yeah. not bread, not breaded. The trick with fried food is the freezing process. Now, if you freeze it before you fry it. And then, which is the trick to a lot of like the fried chickens, a lot of the, everything like that. And that twice creates, fried. Well, the tw- the twice fried is a thing, but also the freezing process to really uh, like congeal congeal that batter onto whatever yeah. the thing is. And I know it's the, ca- the case for those burger, those Burger King uh, French fry or the mm. Burger, King, Burger King onion rings. Like it's the frozen aspect of it, and it's not yeah. a real onion; it's like a minced onion for some. Oh, really? Yeah, have you ever had like just no, a side of I, onion I, I rings? I don't think at I, I've had like maybe like do yourself you get a this, favor. <laughs> you get the stray, you get the stray in there. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you'll get that every once in a while where you're like, oh, I got a side of fries, but there's an onion ring, and yeah. vice versa. If you get onion rings, you'll get a <laughs> yeah, fry yeah. in there. But but it's it's like a it's almost like they took like a minced onion and then made it into a some kind of ring. ring form. Yeah, which I love. It's my it, it's honestly my favorite onion ring. If I'm going. Oh really? So I'm not a huge onion ring guy. I love onions. I love the ring form. But okay. Not a huge fan of the ring. The movie. Jack's chicken balls. Have you had the onion rings? Yeah. 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 It, for me, when it comes to onion rings, it's all about the sauce. Like if you can put a tangy, uh, not a thousand island sauce, but like a zesty sauce. Sure. And, and again, going back to okay. what Burger King offers, they offer a zesty sauce with their onion rings. It's uh, it's it's good. It's really good. But I if like, you're giving me onion rings with ketchup, I like ketchup. Pass, pass. I like I like a thin breaded onion ring with some ketchup. And I'm there. You know what's great? Uh, cheese curds, ketchup. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but cheese curds. Okay, let's not get off the onion ring debate here. <laughs> what about an onion blossom? I mean, that's essentially one giant cheese or one giant yeah. onion ring. Yes. Yeah. But but, but when you get it at Outback Steakhouse. Who, that that breading that that kind of breading. But but what do they include with that? Oh, what's uh whatever their sauce? Is. sauce. Yeah, get, there a is delicious a sauce. sauce. But their their breading. That's what I like. I like that light mm-hmm. light. Uh, and I agree with you a thousand percent. I, I not the not the breadcrumbs, not the panko. No breading. No, that's not what I. It's like. a flour based. It's a flour based crust. Yeah. Yes, but what. It's a delivery system for the flavor that you're dipping into, and the I don't, I'll, I'll eat it alone. 
You're a dirt person, though. Yeah, you're not wrong. So the <laughs> once again, I don't. Is this my dad? I don't know. Is is that like? I, was your dad a dirt person? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I never met him. But it's it's weird. Like just how much he enjoyed that haystacker style. Mm-hmm. We would go to the shitty, shitty little diner in Lormer, Iowa, and. Shout out to Warmer. <laughs> I would get the only place like, and he would only go there for their onion rings. He'd get a giant pile of fucking onion rings and I'd get a hot dog. Would they be like loose onion rings or would loose they be- Loose onion rings. Or would they be like slices? No, I mean, it's loose. It's just okay. a loose pile yeah. of fried fucking food. Mm-hmm. And he, that's what he'd get. I couldn't imagine, I can't even tell you what else that man ate, but it was a giant pile of onion rings. Like when people say onion straws, I'm putting yeah. put some onion straws. Yep. yep. That's what it is. A yep. pile of that. And I agree with you. Like that's the way and I love how this podcast is all about onion rings. It's awesome. It's Burger King onion rings. Really I'd rather talk about onion doing. rings than how Burger King's like corrupting the minds of it's not corrupting humanity. It's just there it's no, not no, real. No. It's not real. No, it's not real. No. Well, you you did you said it was you said it was real. You said you. I'm saying it was real. I'm saying you were you. And we're jumping back. But hold on. You no, said it was for, real. This is for the listeners, and we're going back to that Burger King topic. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that there are nine people out of ten who are n- not acting that way. Who are not, I mean, their reactions are completely genuine and saying, what the fuck? Why why the fuck? Nine nine times out of ten. And we can leave it at, I just want to see that B-roll commercial. I want to see, look, if Burger King had balls, look, look, if I'm a McDonald's versus Burger King kind of guy, I'm a Burger King guy all the way, all right? Oh, yeah. My wife worked at Burger King. We're a Burger King family, okay? Your wife worked at Burger King? She did, in high school, not recently. She's a teacher, but well, that yeah. changes a lot for me. But uh, <laughs> like, I will defend Burger King a lot because I, I I love a Whopper. I, I think Whopper. If you don't, if you don't like I, a Whopper, I think fuck a Whopper you. is a fantastic sandwich. Yeah. And I think if yeah. if I had to pick day in and day out versus Burger King versus McDonald's all day long, I'd go Burger King. Mm. All day long. I don't know. The short time I was a vegetarian, they were the only ones that had a veggie burger. A dollar ninety nine veggie burger, yeah, which was probably neat. But tell me cares? about your breaking point. Uh, when did what did you when, when, when did you just give up? When did I give like, up? Like when did you give up being a so, vegetarian? So I I became a vegetarian uh, in much the way that most twenty year old white guys become a vegetarian. I was at Bonnaroo, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, and so uh, I I. Took, I, okay, hold on. Let, this is a good story, I, I, by the way. I just want, like, just before we get too far off. Yep. Okay. okay. So I think there's two sides of mm-hmm. why people become vegetarians. Mm-hmm. One side is I think it's unethical to murder animals. I think it's unhealthy. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. weird thing that we are eating flesh. Yeah. The other side is uh, I think it's healthier. I think it's easier to be healthy while eating uh, plants versus animals. Okay. It, it, no, before you continue on your Bonnaroo story, which side of the scale were you? Um, 
Neither. <laughs> it really is neither. Like it, it really came down to, um, so there was an, the Saturday night of Bonnaroo. It was Wayne Coyne of the Flaming Lips was premiering uh, a movie that they made um, called Christmas on Mars, I believe is what it was. Um, okay. Where they ate a bunch of chicken. So um, so we decided, we're like, hey, we're going to take a bunch of shrooms and we're going to go see this movie. Sure. All right. And then Kanye West was supposed to do a two in the morning glow in the dark show. We're like, this is going to be great. This will be fucking awesome. So we... Pearl Jam was playing before the movie started. So we took shrooms. We went to Pearl Jam. Shrooms kick in, having a good time, everything yeah. like that. Then we go and we like, we're just kind of like waiting in line to get into this. I mean, it's a little tent. I mean, it's probably less than 100 people that get into this tent to oh, watch yeah. this movie, right? And so um, we're waiting outside, kind of waiting in line. So, like, you know, as much as you can in that Bonnaroo. There's no lines at Bonnaroo outside of the toilets. But um so we we end up getting into the the movie, watched the movie. Everyone left. Everyone fucking left the movie. Except for me and my buddy and like like three other people. Like it was a bomb. Like it wasn't it wasn't good. Uh but when you're on shrooms and you wanna like delve into it, yeah. It's it was genius, you know. So I was like, This is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. This is the it's a really awakening something inside. Oh my god, this is amazing. Okay, I get it. I get it. And like again, it was just like a slow trickle of the hundred people that were in there just slowly leaving over the, you know, two hours that the movie was. Do there. you wanna watch this still? We're, no. gonna, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. And my friends, my friends, I went there with like six friends and all of them left but one. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> <laughs> so it became a situation where like it's me and like three other people I'm, like sitting there watching this movie I'm, like okay cool and then this movie gets done and i'm like not even like wayne coin stayed around like not even the guy <laughs> from the flaming lips he's around. seen it before he's seen he's like i'm out i'm out and uh so we're like okay well kanye's playing now all right let's go look we'll, we'll go hang out and we'll watch kanye yeah sure that's great like and we're feeling amazing because this movie is like changed our our yeah. way of viewing yeah. and everything like that it's blowing up our mind and everything like that and we go and we're all hanging out and again it's like it's close to two in the morning Kanye is supposed to get started soon we meet these three people from texas and we just start talking to them and like you know again we're just fucking super high on shrimps yeah. and just having a great time and everything and like guys and they say it to us at one point they're like hey guys i'm sorry if we're kind of weird right now we're like we're totally tripping right now and everything like that i'm like <laughs> we are too oh my god like that was like oh like oh my god like we're totally tripping too like oh cool like that's great like oh cool and now we have like this whole understanding <laughs> like we're we're tripping you're tripping oh this is cool and then we have like another like two hour conversation <laughs> to the point where we look and it's like fuck it's like four in the morning like uh, is Kanye gonna play and we like we look around everyone's getting pissed everyone's getting like <laughs> Kanye you're like fuck Kanye like that's like the, the chance yeah. they're starting to go on and you're like uh Shit, yeah, I guess he should have been on by now. My God, it's like he was supposed to go on at two thirty. It is, it is close to four thirty in the morning, and Connie is nowhere to be seen. He's not here. He's not here right now. And so we we sat around for. Well, we're having a delightful time. So we'll just sit here and have another conversation. Where people are getting pissed. It's like a riot, like a Black Lives Matter riot going on <sighs> around us. Yeah, and 
we're just like having this lovely conversation about like just whatever the fuck we want to talk about. We just saw this amazing movie by Wayne Coyne and the Flaming Lips and everything like that. But it's really about like it's, this. It's, yeah, like all these things. Like all the <laughs> like at one point the 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 galaxy is a vagina, and then like you go into it and it's like Mother Earth, and it, it makes sense. Like when you, oh, it when makes sense. No, 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 but but it, it totally does. makes sense. It does when you see it. Okay, you haven't seen it, so you don't know. But uh, so we're talking. So it's like. We talk until like five thirty in the morning, and Connie still has not been Tales there all the time. at all, at all. And we're like, well, I guess Connie's just not going to perform at all, and that's a that's a bummer because I was really looking forward to this glow in the dark show, and everyone else is really pissed, and we were just so happy. Oh fuck this guy! So we walk back to the campsite, and um, there was this kid that was like, there's there's weird there's weird people that Bonnaroo attracts of that people that are going, what do you mean right. <laughs> Bonnaroo attracts people that like go to the campsite of Bonnaroo, but don't have tickets to go into Bonnaroo. So oh. they just they're just living in the campsite. Sure. And uh, they have to pay for that. No, no. So you can go camp at Bonnaroo, but you don't have to like. So how long is Bonnaroo, by the way? Is it two weeks? Four or five days. Oh, okay. Glastonbury is two weeks. That's what that's over in Europe. Okay. That's what you're thinking okay. of. But um, there was is this it? kid. I mean, Glastonbury is two weeks. I mean, that's yeah. That's, what I, that's not what I'm thinking about. Okay, well, anyway, go but on. anyway, so there's there was this kid in the campsite that was like a ne'er do well, basically, like ran away sure. from home or whatever, needed money, whatever. And it was you know five thirty in the morning, the sun's coming up, I've been up all night and high in shrooms and everything like that, and just feeling really great about life. And um, I, I was like, you know, I just I just gave him twenty bucks. I was like, here you go, here's twenty bucks. I didn't have twenty bucks to give him, but like I just felt like really nice and really giving at that high point as time. Fuck. That's high funny. as fuck, right? And then I was like, God, I'm just I'm just wide awake. Like I have not slept all night, but I'm just I don't want to go yeah. to bed. So it's like six in the morning, so I'm like, I want to go get some breakfast. So I just start walking around by myself, and I come across this food trailer and every food truck and everything like that, and they had a vegetarian option. I was like. You know, I'm gonna be a vet. Yeah, I'm gonna get that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be a vegetarian. That's all I'm gonna do. And it was just that little moment of just yeah. like I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I'm gonna get that, and then I'm gonna be a vegetarian. Yep, for no other reason. Like no, no, like things you're talking about. And again, as I went through it, because I was, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing this. I'm gonna not just say I'm gonna do it for a couple weeks or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Um. I do, I do think like if you have vegetarian options within your meat like within your meal plan, yeah. I do think that's good for the environment in in general. Again, it's kind of like not doing something a, a thousand percent, just doing something a little bit every once in a while. If you have a if moderation, you have a, is that what you're sure? Saying? If you have three meals in a day, if one of those is a vegetarian meal, that's going to do a world difference over time. Yeah. Versus being a uh, a vegetarian all the time. Sure. And my whole my whole experience with being a vegetarian, I lasted about. I think nine or 10 months. And then, um, because I was a poor musician and couldn't actually afford food, mm, um, yeah. I was eating shitty food. So it was like Tostino's pizzas and Mountain Dew. Beautiful. Which, if you don't have a lot of protein, uh, you'll have a weakened immune system. And I developed shingles. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I got shingles uh, uh, about 10 months after being a vegetarian. See, I. And then I went to, so I went through shingles, which suck, by the way. Um, I mean, I don't know. I had shingles. I don't know if you know this. I had shingles. I did know that, yeah. 
Yeah, like I don't think my shingles developed because of a shitty diet, though. I well, I can only I don't deduce. Know. I can only deduce that mine did because I remember we went to. Uh, we were recording in my old band. We were recording like the the last tracks and stuff like that for yeah. the band. Like we had to go up to Minneapolis for uh, ten days. It's, it's Minneapolis. That's the problem. Well, we went up and it was basically again no money. Go to Minneapolis. You get shingles. dot com. <laughs> go to Minneapolis if that's available. We'll look that up for him. Um, but basically, no money, and it yeah. was like, well, I can buy Tostino's cheese pizzas and Diet Mountain Dew, and. Ugh. That's what I'll live on for the next 10 days. Ugh. And it was it was horrible. And then I came back and got shingles. And I went to a chiropractor because it's going to get bad, you know, a bad backache and everything like that sure. from all that shit. And and I I asked the question of like, well, is there any correlation of, you know, being a vegetarian and getting shingles and stuff yeah. like that? And she's like, not really, but, you know, there are good... Uh, there are good proteins and stuff like that, or like good bacteria, is yeah. what she said, in, mm. in, in beef and everything oh, like yeah. that. And so There's I went, good bacteria in beef? It's good bacteria. I thought that was only for yogurt. <laughs> so I went and got a, I went to the place I was working and I got a burger and ate it. And I was like, oh, felt immediately better. Was it delicious? It was. It was. I mean, but again, because I was I was working at a Mexican restaurant where Carlos Lucelles, not Carlos Lucelles. I was working at a local Mexican restaurant. Oh, where I was able, oh, the one that doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. So I was able to basically get a meal a day that was actually full of good proteins and shit like that. Like I was able to get like yeah. a mushroom quesadilla full of, you know, sure, good proteins and everything like that. And then once I did not have that for ten days. And I was just reliant on shitty like, on Tostinos. Tostinos cheese Listen, pizzas. I ate my fair share of Tostinos. Like only? Not That's the only. problem. That's the problem. Like, but as I bet I, if I pe- peppered in a cheeseburger once in a while, I would have made it. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been okay. <laughs> like, but I didn't do that though. It was just like, oh. And I felt my body like slowly dying. I, Here's the like not those dying, Tostinos decreasing. It was a dollar. It was a fucking dollar. I went to the I went to the grocery store with like thirty dollars, and I'm like, okay, these How are gonna make thirty dollars I have for the next ten days. Unless you like, hey, you like rice, <laughs> right? You like beans? Yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> I know I need to stay up, so I need Mountain Dew, <laughs> okay, and then I need some type some type of sustenance. Yeah. And yeah, it, I mean, it was, it was, that was it. It was. You yeah, like rice. You like beans. That's about it. And I, I remember just looking back and was probably I would imagine if I ate rice and beans, I'd probably been more healthy than. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. It depends on how much salt you put in your beans. <laughs> salt and beans. That's that's the you, name of the show. Listen, you put some salt and some beans. It's but that, that was my whole endeavor into, and I got a lot. I got a lot of shit for being a vegetarian. In the short amount of time I was rightfully so. But again, I didn't take a stance of. I did not say like, you guys are you guys are murderers and you guys are killing everything and you guys are destroying everything. I was just like, you know, this that's is not some, on you. That's but, not on you. That's on every other. But it, vegetarian it was, slash vegan out sure, there. Sure, but I I was not a, approaching it that way. I was yeah. just like, this is a decision I'm making for myself, and I did come to the conclusion over time. I was like, well, yeah, if everyone, if everyone did, just have a vegetarian meal every once in a while. Yeah. That's a good libertarian uh, solution to a problem. Yeah. As far as like, well, that's a little something I can do. I love a good hot and sour soup. I love a good soup. Like I can, 
Give me a soup. I was going to say, can you say soup one more time? Soup. Give me a soup lunch, you know? <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I, I like a good... You know what's good in soup? You know, the, I'm going to say right now, I'm going to put this out there and tell me if I'm wrong. Soup is the best vehicle for rice. Okay. I'm going to say that. Why? I mean... Otherwise, rice is the vehicle. Yeah, no, right, and that's I but, think it, rice is a what, shitty carb. Like, like rice is a carb when you're starving. Yeah, it's which a shitty, is a, rice it, is a carb that I probably could have used when I was a vegetarian. Right. When you're a vegetarian, I, you should be eating more rice. Should be eating more rice because I needed some type of sustenance. You need more rice. Yeah, that's probably the case. But otherwise, rice is the vehicle. So you're, you know, you're really comparing rice it to is, broth or pudding. Rice is like a vehicle for sauces. And but, which are like usually way too sugary and not great for you. God, it's it's like saying, I think the guitar is the best way to play rock and roll. It's like, well, yeah, of course, <laughs> like, like, I yeah, sure, yeah. yeah Listen, I, I I'm speaking a truth here. <laughs> Let me give this and profound I'm getting, statement. I'm getting there. Okay, I'm getting there. <laughs> like, Fuck you. It's no. the truth, though. Like, <laughs> but it's the truth. <laughs> like. Rice is a vehicle. Like it is. So if soup is the best vehicle for rice, yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. Like it is. I, I think Jimmy Page was a great guitar player. Awesome. I think. I think. Like, no doubt, bro. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. What? You're. I'm right. Just you are. That. You are <laughs> right. Like I like rice pudding, but I like rice and soup more. I can't think of another vehicle that rice has. No, as far as like. Well, no, just like eating rice. But how how else can rice have a vehicle other than rice being like a vehicle? Rice being like the gra- like gravy with rice, like like a like a Chinese food to rice. But, I'd rather have. I feel like I give rice so much more of a pass when it's in a soup than it is with Chinese food. How much like how much okay. bullshit like white rice have you left on? Like at a Chinese food restaurant, a ton, a ton, right? But it, that's because yeah. it's a vehicle. That's because it's a vehicle for all the other flavors. Uh, no, I, I think that yeah, okay. But okay. That, that what what you're saying is, and I and I again, I agree with you. Yeah, that I'm not, soup uh, is the best vehicle for, for rice, rice. All right, because I'm a rice if pudding guy. If you want people guy, to eat more rice, I'm a rice pudding guy. But pudding is not the best vehicle for rice. If you want people to eat more rice, put it in your soups. That's what I'm saying. God, we got such a barn burner of a fucking episode. Like, people are going to, like, they're just going to be like, what the fuck am I listening to? They're so hungry. What is going on here? At this point. I got these guys. They've been drinking. I've been drinking. (laughs) And they're just sitting there talking about fucking soups. I we've had a really nice conversation about onion rings. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about onion rings. They're talking about found soups. Talking about Bonnaroo. Talking about when they decided to be. Here's the deal. By the way, hold on. Going back to the Bonnaroo thing. Get and, on in the Kanye thing. That that Kanye store that con that concert that Kanye concert uh, became legendary. So that whole yeah. time. So when we we would go back to Bonnaroo. Uh, on these walls that they would build, build up around the campsites and everything like that. Mm-hmm. They would build that up. And so, uh, They'd build up walls around the campsite? Yeah, to as a perimeter, basically. Um, perimeter? Perimeter. It's like a FEMA camp, but more fun. Um, a perimeter? A perimeter. Perimeter? Perimeter. Anyway. Where are you from? So, uh, 
half Florida, half Midwest. It's weird. It's permanent. Permanent. Anyway. Okay, go on. So, but that next day at Bonnaroo, everyone at, inside the perimeter. Inside a perimeter of a bonner, because that kid that I gave twenty bucks to couldn't get into perimeter. You just gave that kid twenty bucks. Yeah, I just gave him twenty bucks. Out the goodness of my heart. I've been thinking about giving a hundred bucks just to the random people. So anyway, so uh, <laughs> well, why? I don't know. Uh, no, I remember what. No, it was a, I saw a, a Reddit video. Hold on one second. Let me tell this story and then. My story doesn't fucking matter. So it no, does. no, 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 no. I'm serious. Well, I'll get. We'll get back no, to it because we can talk about the I'm virtue barely signaling. Gonna, I'm barely of, gonna remember it. Well, we, I can remember virtue signaling giving hundred dollars to anybody. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't do it to virtue signal to anybody. By the way, I just gave it because I honestly felt like it in that moment. Yeah. And I did not have twenty dollars to give this kid again because I was. <sighs> That's rough. Ten months away from. Happy thirty dollars to my name and and shingles and getting shingles and <laughs> having to eat a cheeseburger to save my life. Anyway, so uh, uh, but that whole next day of Bonnaroo, so that was a Saturday night. The whole next day, every fucking band came out and was like, "Fuck Kanye, fuck Kanye," because oh. they because he came out and he only did like three songs at like six in the morning. So mm. as, as I was getting a vegetarian burrito, making that big life decision in my life, Kanye came out and did like three songs. Not glow in the dark because the sun was up, by the way. And everyone was like, What time of year is this? What time of year? Yeah. What, June? What, month? Okay. June. Yeah. Okay. So the sun was rising. Oh, yeah. And because uh, uh, I remember it was it was like around around the camp. And it was like, Oh, yeah. Connie did like three songs and everything like that. It was like, Oh, cool. Like, again, I was oblivious to all of it anyway. <laughs> we were having a wonderful conversation You're with down. these people from Texas and everything. Never Chaos. slept. Never slept that fucking day. Yeah. Uh, went the entire Sunday, uh, and uh, but it became this whole thing of fuck Kanye. And I remember there was a uh, uh, Robert Randolph in the Family Band was he did he had uh, this great little uh, keyboard setup. Did he? Well, he had this great little set setup. He was like like a lot of Stevie Wonder kind of yeah. like piano, like and he would just suddenly be like fuck Kanye. And it was great. It was it was Real fun, timely. So years later, when we went back, I mean, like five, six, seven years later, yeah. we go back, and then these walls would be up, these perimeters would be up, and then you'd see still like, people would write on it because they'd be new walls. They weren't old walls. They were using. Yeah. They were new walls yeah. that people would write graffiti yeah, yeah. on, and it would just be like "fuck Kanye," and be like, "Ah, I remember that. I remember why that's a thing." Yeah, it's like, that's and funny. I love Kanye. That's funny. I love Kanye. I really do. I, I poopity scoop, poopity scoop. <laughs> Ain't no gay fish, but I, 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 I always think it's a fun thing. It's like, well, that's a little time and a place. That's a yeah. So many people only remember what fuck Kanye means, and it's 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 kind of like when you tell a friend like go fuck yourself. You don't really mean go fuck yourself. You kind of do. You kind of do, but you don't really. Yeah. But when I say fuck Kanye, it's like I don't mean fuck Kanye. I mean I know what that you means. Do. It's like. Like I can say it because I was there, kind of thing. That's my word. It's my word. <laughs> I mean, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't there, so when I say "fuck Kanye," that means he has a legitimate reason to come at me with a knife. No, not even actually. Oh, that's because I mean, those are the, like the laws of like the America. Land. Yeah, in the land, you know. America like, says you can't come at people with a knife. Generally speaking. Generally, and that's my problem. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's where I, I wish there was more knife fights in America. Get rid of the guns and you'll have more knife fights for sure. Have you ever been in a knife fight? No. No? No, I've actually, uh, no. Have you ever thought about being in a knife fight? Uh, I've had some dreams about being in a knife fight. Really? Yeah, I've had some dreams yeah. where the knife is, a knife is a scary, like, you know, a scary weapon. Yeah. In close combat and everything with yeah. that. It's surviving also, edged weapons. Have you ever watched that movie? Uh, you show me surviving edged weapons, yes. How much want. did how much did we get into surviving oh, edged weapons? I don't think we got much more than fifteen minutes in. If you want to waste uh what, an hour and a half of your time? It's an hour and a half, yeah. Yeah, if you want to waste an hour and a half of your time, watch uh, surviving edge weapons. It's on okay. YouTube. It's not really though. It's okay. I mean, listen. I mean, I'm not from Milwaukee. I recently watched Biodome <laughs> within the last week, and that's okay. Okay, hold on. Okay. Let's. I mean, we talked. So what's better? So before, oh, before we went through, I'm like, I feel like I'm just consuming media after media after media. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, can you regale me with everything that you've consumed since the last time I saw you, which was? I've watched a lot of things. <laughs> Friday, <laughs> yeah, like you, like before we were talking, you're just like, and then I saw this, and I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, yeah, I feel like a bunch of shit. okay. Let let's list off. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not trying to like say I'm better than you because I'm certainly not. I have no kids, so <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, no, no, no. And and we're okay. on a break from our, our work responsibilities. So so okay. okay. What movies have you watched? Since Friday, or or like, um, okay, let's take that back. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to say all media because I don't know how many songs I've listened to while baking cookies. Today. Oh, I, I mean, I don't yeah. listen to songs. I mean, that's, that's you listen feels. to albums. No, no, I have South Park playing on all the time, just like on loop. Yeah. Okay, so let's say movies. Okay, let's say movies. Mm -hmm. So on on Friday night. On Friday, my, my wife went out of town. Yes. And so it was just me. I and, and, and I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, wife's out of town. Wife's out of town. It's like, I'm oh, just, well, this is I, me by myself. I'm going to just go, gobble up. First off, also, I was doing our taxes as well. So I'd like, I wanted something where, like, I don't, <laughs> just, I'm not watching something sitting down and right. just staring at the screen and watching. And it. you don't feel like watching The Office. Correct. And I don't, I don't want to waste episodes of that, actually. I don't want to, like, because I want to save her. Well, because I moved on from the office to South Park, where I'm like, well, I don't want to waste oh. my South Park episodes. You know, I need those Not during the week. There was a, there was a, there was a community there. time. Yeah. I'm, I'm a varied person. You know, I have, you, I have variety in my life. You are an actual human being. Yeah. So, and <laughs> uh, I love myself some South Park. And it's fine. It, when I finally got the notification that I can link our, HBO subscription through Amazon to HBO Max, and then I can watch oh, all. Oh, so that is a thing. Yeah, so that's oh good. That's why I was started watching South Park again because oh. like because it left Hulu, and that was quite literally the only Fuck. reason I had Hulu. Fuck that. And then like now all of a sudden it's all on HBO Max, and the player is pretty nice actually. I, oh yeah. As far as watching it, shutting it down, bringing it back up. He knows exactly where you were, shit like that. Really nice, really nice. I was just talking to my wife about like, I I remembered early days of Amazon Prime mm -hmm. and just being the absolute shit show 
that it was. I mean, just being able to like go and find a program that you wanted to watch within yeah. Amazon Prime and the interface is the garbage. interface was just so I remember that too about so bad. early HBO streaming platforms in general. Like yeah. I remember because we were watching back when we didn't even have a television, we just had an iPad. Yeah. Um we we we, we got into Deadwood and Yeah. Timothy It was when um HBO Now and HBO Go came out and oh. both both came out and the streaming platform for an iPad. I can't speak to the television or anything with that, but for sure. the iPad was so dog shit. I mean, it was it was one of those things. It was back to like 1996, like internet, like you know, let it let it buffer, let it buffer, let watch, it buffer. Watch the line move. Watch the line yeah. move. If the line gets to that point, then we can watch the rest. Oh, of okay, it. go ahead. Other than it, other than that, it's incredibly pixelated. It's gonna freeze. It's gonna you know oh, shut man. down and like all that shit. And so when Amazon had their HBO channel add on. That's when we finally like we tried that. I'm like, we'll just we'll just we'll just give this a shot and see if that works. All of a sudden, whatever fuck reason, that worked so much better. And I've never gone back. You know, I've never interesting. Uh but so anyway, but back to the things that I've watched this weekend. What did you watch this weekend? Uh so when my wife left and when I was doing our taxes and figuring out all the things that we needed to spend money on or not spend money on, um, I was like, well I need to just put something on. So we we had talked about another podcast about the movie Postal. Oh okay. yes. And I don't remember what the reason. I don't remember what the context like was. Context was yeah. yeah. But I remember we talked. It about It was so a list. It was a list, and so I was like, okay, I'll put that on, and it was available on Prime. So I'm like, you bull. I did not. I did not pay for it at all. Um, but I was like, okay, cool. I'll I'll just watch it, and I'll put it on. And my God, it was rough. And you couldn't do your taxes to it. I, I couldn't justify doing my taxes to it. <laughs> like I was like, this is so fucking weird. Like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on? And look, am I happy I saw Dave Foley's penis? I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, it was good hang. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm happy for him. Oh, but you know, yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was a nice hang. You know, it was like. I always imagine, like, in those situations, especially someone like Dave Foley, when you have to, like, show your penis. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, a Mark Wahlberg at the end of... Uh, um, Boogie Nights. Boogie yeah, Nights, where a... it's clearly not his yeah. penis. But... A shower versus a grower. Right. This is this is Dave Foley's penis. Like <laughs> This is clearly this Dave is... Foley's penis. He's doing this. And... Uh, yeah, I, I just wonder how many, again, wonder how many takes, going back to the Burger King situation, how many takes did you have to do to get the one where you're like, yep. No, that's, that's it. Okay. That's appropriate Moving hang on. right there. Didn't shrivel up. Nope. That's good. Okay, cool. Um, so no, I was like, no. I, Dave, I, do you want to go in the back room for a minute and just let that go? Just have a fluffer for a little just bit. Just a little bit. Um, and then we went to, and then I went to uh, uh, 3,000 Miles to Graceland. Graceland. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, we've been talking a lot about Kevin Costner and I'm a big Kurt Russell fan. Like, I like the idea of Kurt Russell. You like the idea of Kurt Russell. Yeah, I'm not a... <laughs> that's, that's really what it comes down to. I like the idea of Kurt Russell. How many times have you watched Bird on a Wire? Zero. <laughs> Zero. I don't... I like... I don't know if I've really seen Bird on a Wire. That's a good question. I don't even know. Like, when was that man? Mm, I don't even know. I want to say 89, 91. Between 89 and 91. That is my range. Burn on the wire. It's him and Goldie Hawn. Classic. 
How many fucking movies did <gasps> they make together? Oh 90. my god. Oh, it, 90. It's fucking, it's Mel Gibson. Oh. Oh, fuck. Oh, you. Oh. Classic. Fuck. Classic mix Cla- up. But what year was this made? But again, 90, 1990. If, right in the middle, right in the middle, folks. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> the, uh, Mel, it's, it's actually titled Mel and Goldie, Bird on a Wire. Um, no, so the idea of Kurt Russell is I thought that was fascinating. Russell for a second right now. Those are interchangeable characters in, in the mid to late 80s. Sure. Kurt Russell <laughs> and Mel Gibson, if they walk into a nightclub, you can be like, that was not Kurt Russell, that was Mel Gibson. As of right now, Right now, on Netflix, you can watch Kurt Russell as Santa Claus and a big redemption movie right now with mm-hmm. Mel Gibson playing Santa Claus Fat in, in Fat Man. Yeah, which That's, I want to see. I'm going to actually watch it. You that. know, I'll allow it. I'm going to allow watch it. it. That'll be one of the movies. So so I started watching 3,000 Miles to Graceland, and then uh, it was it was not that it was bad. It was just, again, I wasn't feeling it. It wasn't yeah. like... You weren't this, there. This this is not the right movie for yeah. me to ignore. But also, because when you're doing something else, if there's a little bit yeah. of like you're not folding laundry, but you're you're doing yeah. something else. So I need to like understand what's going on, but I also need to like be compelled by it for right, sure. Right. But not pay attention to it. And then you can watch Fast and the Furious and fold laundry at the same time. Sure, a lot of people can. I I can't, but that's on me. That's on you. That is. So then I switched to, I was like, oh, I'll just watch the American Pie. I'll watch American Pie. And then I'll just, that, because it was, again, like, suggests, like, sure. That's a movie, I know we've talked about it in the recent past. I can't Very remember the last, yeah. I can't remember the last time I've watched it. So I'm like, I'll just put it on. And again, going back to, like, my dad taking me to that movie as a kid. Within the first two minutes, I, it, like, it opens up to a woman orgasming. Orgasming. Oh, really? I mean, it is a woman just going, oh, 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 oh. I'm like, oh, my God. If I was my dad, they'd be like, oh, my God, what the and fuck have son. I done? What have uh. I done? Oh, my God, what have I done? <laughs> like, because as bad as like Caddyshack or Porky's or anything like that is, like, it didn't open up with that. <laughs> like, wasn't the the first thing that you ever heard. And, uh, but then there's, and so then, uh, you know, again, I'm but by myself. There's a lot of heart. There's a lot of heart in those movies. So then you watch the second, you watch the third, and there you are. You know, it's one in the morning, and you're like, I've watched three American Pie movies for some fucking reason. There was no amount of, like, shame. No. No. No shame. Okay. Why? I'm No, I'm not saying you should feel shame. I paid for zero dollars, zero dollars okay. for any of them. Money exchanging hands for you watching three American Pie movies was zero. Mm-hmm. All right, go on. I mean, I had a lovely. I mean, I had a lovely Friday night by myself with my my dog and my three cats, and you know, there's a little, there's a great little love story actually with an American Pie. There with when in the second movie when he realizes that he loves the the band camp girl because she's not the hottest, but she's the one that he gets along with the best. That's a that's a good little, that's a nice thing to know. I don't remember like that part. Of American by the redhead girl. No, I mean, remember you associate with her because you're redheaded as well. Hannah, no, Anna. I don't know. She's redheaded. Like all I hear is when she talks. There's so. a there's an onion movie where like it's okay if she's nude. The FCC says it's okay <laughs> if nudity is okay on broadcast television because of, it's her. Yeah. Well, are you sure? 
Yeah. The nerdy band camp group? Yeah. Okay. Anison. Anon. Anyway. But there's all vowels. There's a nice little thing with the misogynistic nature of that move, those movies, where he realizes that it's nice to be in love with somebody that actually he gets along with instead of just being hot. You know, that's that's a nice little. Who thing. was he chasing after? Uh, besides Shannon Elizabeth, which was the girl from the uh, girl from Europe. You know, I don't remember her exact. Oh, uh, from uh, uh, who's the. There's a lot of like Ben Stiller moments where it's like, okay, you're gonna masturbate with uh, super glue instead of lube, and <gasps> was that a, a bit? That was a bit. No, was yeah. that a bit? In the second one, yeah, he masturbates with super glue and gets his hand stuck on his penis. I think I s- once again. Movies. I'm not gonna say it's perfect. I'm not gonna say it's perfect. <laughs> and again, if you didn't experience it at the time, it's probably not gonna land. It's probably not gonna land. But then the next night we watched. Uh, um, Escape from New York. Okay, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell bringing going back hard. The, going back into the fold. Fantastic movie. Like a long time since I've seen that movie. Mm, yeah, I don't know if I think that movie would be a wonderful TV series, and even if, even a reimagined movie, even a reimagined where you turn Manhattan into a prison state and you just drop prisoners into. Like Manhattan, basically. Right. No, I think that's a great idea. I had a problem where I saw Escape from L.A. before I saw- Before you saw Escape from New York? (laughs) Escape from New York. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I love this movie. I think this is a really fun movie. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a great idea. I like the idea of an EMP shutting down the entire world's electrical system. I like, oh, that's fun. Mm -hmm. And then somebody's like, hey, we should watch Escape from New York. I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Guys, they just. It's kind of like watching. They made the the same movie again. Yeah, it's it's kind of like making Terminator. Not in the same way it's like making the same movie. Terminator 3. But it's kind of like they made. Well, it's. It, the time it takes to make the first one to the second one, I think that's the problem with sure. Escape from New York to Escape from L.A. There was a good sixteen <sighs> years, right? I mean, no, yeah. It, I mean, it was. Nine, I mean, let's see here. Terminator es- came out. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, Escape whoa. from L. Escape from L.A. was nineteen ninety-seven. Escape from New York was eighty-five, eighty-one, eighty-one. Yeah. So too long as it's, compared. It's as compared to, as compared to. Um, Terminator, which was 85 to 92. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's I'm gonna, why I'm gonna say that's why I backtracked totally, it a little bit. That's, that's totally different. That's why I backtracked yes. it a little bit. But also there it suffers from that same thing where if you saw Terminator 2 and then you went back and watched Terminator 1, yeah. the progression it, it's 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 a hard argument to make because what what I'm trying to say is that the progression of technology, you're you're setting yourself up. Even even something with like Escape from LA. And Terminator Two, yeah. the production value is so much more. Like I, you can I, get it, and if you go backwards and you look at that, if you look at Escape from New York, it's 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 not as high. It's not as high flying. It's not as well. I, no, done. I, I think it's I think it's okay. Uh, it is good. It is good. But you need to see ch- that first, though. As a child, as a child, I watched T Two, and then I watched Terminator. Uh huh. 
And I think I, I enjoyed Terminator. I, I, think I enjoyed the first one better. But how long did it take for you to watch Terminator 2, the Terminator 1? As a child, it was like within minutes. Like, I mean, okay. with, within like a two-day span. Okay. But that negates everything you're saying, though. Because what what you're doing is... I, you, I enjoyed Terminator. I enjoyed the first Terminator. And you Terminator. were how old when, when you saw I was probably it? nine. I was probably nine. But that all goes into it. But all, like as an adult, I like I I can see the craft. I can see the craft sure. inside Terminator that, you know, they didn't have this they didn't have the CG. They didn't have the budget mm-hmm. to make this movie. It's such a great tight film, Terminator, compared to T two. The Terminator. I think don't get me wrong. And the, I'm not shitting on T2. I think T2 is an amazing movie. And like, as far as leaps and bounds of the original to the sequel, it's a hundred percent on point. It's 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 there. Yeah, but that's what. But now what I'm saying though is that I remember seeing the preview for Terminator 2. I remember seeing that at a daycare that I would go to. Go on. And it was like. You saw Terminator 2 preview. Yeah, it, it was terrifying. Care. It was terrifying as yeah. a, as a seven year old. You know, like you're like, oh my god! It was a great. It was a great preview. I mean, I still think to this day some of the best cinematography you can it's have. Good. It's a great movie. It's some of the best, and I'm not taking anything away from the Escape Terminator. from L.A. <laughs> or <laughs> I have to rewatch Escape from L.A. because it's rough. It's rough. I mean, I'm sure. I just remember him surfboarding on something. It's. Like for no reason at a, at all. Uh, um, yeah, who's the guy from uh, from uh, Easy Rider? Um, Dennis Hopper. No, the other one. Jane or Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda. Yeah. Like just Peter Fonda is the guy who helps him. Kurt Maybe. Russell. But Kurt Russell jumps from a surfboard into a while riding down a canal. Mm-hmm. I remember as a twelve-year-old or thirteen, jumps year old. off of a surfboard into the back of yeah. a uh, fucking, uh, you know, uh, convertible yeah. driven by Steve Buscemi. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's so, a thing that happened. So again, I remember as a thirteen-year-old, that was awesome. It was the like, same way when I watched Biodome, I was like, "This movie is awesome." Yeah. But when I'm a thirty-five-year-old, I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" I cannot believe this is made. They, they made this movie. They made this fucking movie, <laughs> and part of me, is, part of me, is so intrigued by the uh, the not too distant near future of 1997. Sure, the, the amount of movies that yeah I, that I can just recall that are like, oh, in 1997, like it's Predator, the Terminator <laughs> yeah. is 97. Yeah, uh, in Escape from. Uh, New York, it's 1997 they moved to. It's like 1997 was this year that like Hollywood determined like, well, this is going to be the year that everything's going to be fucking changing different. It's like, <laughs> no, not nope, at all. Not at all. Not at all. You didn't know. Yep. And I just, I remember falling in love with The Predator when I watched it. And I was like, oh, now I'm going to, like within days again of like, I watched The Predator. I'm going to watch Predator 2. There's a sequel? Oh, my God. I'm going to totally watch this. In the distant future of 1997. I'm like, it's 1995 like, It was right like now. five years in the future. Yeah, it's it's not too far in the future, but they have laser like, guns. And, they got laser guns and, like, their turf batter battles with inside, like, yeah. Los Angeles. I, don't, I was super tired, tired within the past month 
And I'm like, well, I guess, is it time to rewatch Predator 2? I guess. Is it time? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. And then I got like 15 minutes and I'm like, oh my God, I cannot fucking know. That's what I did. I can't even fucking, I can't even fucking do with this. But that's what I did with, uh, you uh, bulls. Postal with postal and three thousand miles of Graceland is like I can't even. Why I can't even like just have this on? Like I can have a lot of things. Yeah, but you ended up on. uh... So okay, hold on. Escape from New York as Mm -hmm. a television series sounds like a good fucking idea. I think how they put it, how they just laid it out, how they laid it out. The crazies are in like the subway system. I think how the the resources for food, there's a food drop off, but they don't but that has to be scarce. And then obviously you would have, you know, all these other things going on. Like you'd have all the food that was already in New York, right? You'd have the ability to grow food or anything like that. Like right. because they the other thing, and I know I don't remember the last or know the last time you watched Escape from New York, but it's they kind of gloss over how like they change cars from gas to steam and they like they had their own generators to allow how like they somehow or steam they somehow or not not wood not wood gas they said steam okay okay but they also converted they were they also were able Are to, you familiar with wood gas? Wood gas? Is that a thing? Like a wood with? gas engine? Yeah. So that's something you're so okay. I mean, I'm okay. so, would you put wood into a okay. generator to make so, it go? Ready for this is that if you smolder wood, mm-hmm. the gas that is comes off of it. Like, I if I had a 50 gallon barrel mm-hmm. and I had a smoldering wood fire inside of it, the gas that comes off of it. You could put into an internal combustion engine, mm-hmm. and it'd work. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just letting you know that that's yeah. a thing. So that's yeah. called wood gas. I'm, I'm sure Ford and Chevy and all those Chrysler and everybody has a patent Hitler. On it. Hitler, I'm sure. <laughs> Did, Ford, I mean, Chevy, Chrysler, Hitler. all those guys. Yeah, yeah, they all had. Yeah, so yeah. like had a whole thing uh, where they're like, oh, should we convert some stuff to mm-hmm. wood gas? Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So that was one of the interesting parts of Escape from New York where they're like they've convert they gloss over it. They're like they've converted things into generators where they because they know they have street lamps at some point and like that. And there's a lot of like things that don't make sense. You know, electricity still running sure, through the World sure. Trade Center that he can somehow jump and then make the elevator work, whatever. And then gloss that. over. Yeah. Watch it again. It's a fun ride. I think I've watched Escape from LA more than I have. Watch Escape no, from New York. More because of. Watch Escape from New York. More because of uh, Bruce Campbell. I love Bruce Campbell. Who doesn't? I mean, America's sweetheart. It, no, you don't mean that. I do too. Of course. Everyone loves Bruce Campbell. B actor surprise? I mean. He is a good B actor. But what I'm saying is that if you really were to. Kind of like what we talked about with like Walking Dead, like to see the the beginnings of that. Yes, that that would be really interesting to see how people would react when you're thrown into the situation. Because it's a ridiculous premise to say that you're going to take all of Manhattan, all the might that Manhattan has, and you're just going to make it into a prison colony for some other reason 
Because it's just a shithole. Like here, here's the deal. But if you were to throw everybody into that, though, that's that's fascinating, and I would like to see how people would. You think it. about 1982. Hold on, what year was Escape from New York actually 81. released? 81. Is it 81? Okay, so think about sh- how much of a shithole. True, Manhattan true, Island was true, yeah, in yeah, 1981. Yeah, yep, yep. And say, how about we just turn this into a penal colony? Mm-hmm. Can we do a go? Right. Just go ahead and do that. A lot of people our age, especially, don't understand how shitty New York was. <laughs> Which of an absolute shit. Which is why I go back to like why the Deuce is such a good show. Like, I know we've talked about it before, but like, or uh, what's it? Uh, the 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 Warriors. The, the, the Warriors. Movies, yeah. The movie The Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, and just yeah, like, it's a very yeah similar. Yeah, Did the Warriors come out after though? How much? I think it was about the same time, eighty two, eighty two. I'd say this is the Warriors. Oh my god, we're getting a bunch of gold. Oh, seventy nine. Yeah. So there you go. So yeah, like similar similar mindset, but they do like a really good job of being creepy. Like it's 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 it's, oh, yeah. it's John Carpenter. So I mean, he obviously he does a good job of being uh, yeah, you know, scary and everything like that. Okay. Hey, let's go to 97 film. Okay. I just, and it's funny because while you were on the phone upstairs, mm-hmm. I watched like a video about 1999 movies and yeah. how like everybody was angry about how mundane everything is. Like the peace and prosperity between, and he, the guy, um, the, the word he used was cubicle film. Okay. And talking about Fight Club and Office Space and The Matrix and just okay. like how like everybody was trapped in the mundane, mm-hmm. the modernity, the how, modernity, modernity of life at that point. Mm-hmm. Now there's just too much peace and prosperity. And how much of that is going to translate to 1997 films? I gotcha. So. What what we're trying to look for here is you want to look at like the movies that were released in 1997? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Okay. Okay. So these are the top 10 movies that were released in 1997. The highest grossing. Titanic, The Lost World, Jurassic Park, which is odd. Um, Men in Black, Tomorrow Never Dies, Air Force One, As Good As It Gets, Liar Liar, My Best Friend's Wedding, The Fifth Element, and The Full Monty. Is there a single line that you can draw between any of those movies? I don't know. Um, as well, you have the blockbuster. You have the yeah, right. I mean, Titanic to an extent you can say is a blockbuster. Lost World you can say is a blockbuster for sure. Men in Black, popcorn blockbuster. Yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies. I mean, you could say. I don't agree with the, I mean, like the the ranking of it. I mean, this is just based on gross. Yeah, this know, is doing a surprise. Air Force One, blockbuster. As good as it gets, not a blockbuster, right? Liar, liar, comedy, not a blockbuster. Okay. My All best right. friend's wedding, not a blockbuster. The Fifth Element could be a blockbuster, but sure. wasn't. I Fucking mean, weird. Weird movie. And the Full Monty. Okay. Hey, okay. And the Full Monty. And of these movies. What have you actually seen? What have I seen? Okay, so Titanic, seen Lost World, seen Men in Black, seen Tomorrow Never Dies, seen Air Force One, Air 
as good as it gets. Liar, liar. Have I seen my best friend's wedding? No, I don't think so. I've seen the fifth element and I've seen the full Monty. Okay. Nine out of the 10. I've not seen my best friend's wedding. I don't, my I dad has and probably considers it uh, one of the top 10 movies of his catalog. So, <laughs> the, My best friend's wedding? My God, my dad has the worst taste in movies. Your dad's all. like, you know what's great? My best friend's wedding. This is a quote my dad actually had. He said, uh, Notting Hill? Oh, Notting Hill. Top five favorite movies <laughs> of all time. And I'm like, kind mm. of, uh, we related. Okay, anyway. Uh, okay. What, how many how many of these movies have you seen? Nine out of ten. My best friend's wedding being the only one? No. As Ooh, good as it's hold gets. on. Oh, oh uh, I was gonna guess. Sorry, I was gonna sorry. guess, you son sorry. of a bitch. This You've is a good game. Good as- okay. Oh let's uh hey go change this nineteen ninety seven to a six. Okay. Okay. You've never seen it as good as it gets? Okay. As top ten. All right, top ten of nineteen ninety six. Independence Day, Twister, Mission Impossible, The Rock, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, 101 Dalmatians, really? Oh, wow, 1996. Ransom, The Nutty Professor, Jerry Maguire, and Eraser. Okay. Of those movies, which ones have you not seen? What number? Of those movies. Of the 10. Do you want a numbers? Then you're going to guess. Is this yeah, a game yeah, we're going to yes, create? Okay, yeah, cool, okay. awesome. So hold on one second. All right, so we're going to go through of those movies. Which ones have you not seen? Give me a number, and I'm going to guess. What I have to give you? What number do I have to give you? The number of movies you haven't seen. <laughs> I've seen all of those movies. You're on, you're ten for ten. Yeah, I'm a ten for ten on this one. Oh, okay. Let's flip it around then. All right. So, I'm what movies have I not seen? <laughs> what movies have I not seen? My what? number is, I have seen eight out of the ten movies. You've seen eight out of these ten movies. Okay. Independence Day, Twister, Mission Impossible, The Rock, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, 101 Dalmatians. Ransom, The Nutty Professor, Jerry Maguire, and Eraser. Yeah. And you've seen eight, eight out of, of the, the ten, ten movies. What do you think I have not seen? I'm going to say you have not seen The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Wrong. Damn it. Okay. How many guesses do I get? Do I'm going to say two. Do I get two? Because that's the two movies that's I haven't seen. That's the two movies seen. you haven't seen. If I get one right, do I get another guess? Yeah, I'll allow okay. that. That's okay. a fun, that, I'll allow it. Okay. I think that's, that's a... It's allowable. Good God. Okay. 101 Dalmatians. Correct. I've okay. never seen that movie. Okay, good. All right, good. <laughs> you get one, no, one more guess. I knew it was one of those two. I knew it was one of those two. I'm going to say The Nutty Professor. Uh, incorrect. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Is it the is it Eraser? No, no, no. Actually, uh, I was going to like, I was wondering. I think I've seen, I think I went back and I watched The Eraser what is it? in the past five movies. Uh, Ransom. You've never. <laughs> Give me back my son! <laughs> You've never seen that. No. Oh. I think I I think I watched like the last 20 minutes of it on TNT. Oh what? no, that's a good Maybe. movie. That's a good that's a good ride, man. You should go watch that movie. Maybe. It's fun. Now I'm questioning myself whether or not I watched that. <laughs> it's good. I don't know. I don't think I did. It's it's a good it's a good movie. It's a good movie. 
Okay, one more round. All right, let's do it. What do you want to go? What year well, do you want to go? Do you, well, I mean, we were at 97 to start with. We were, yeah. went back to 96. It's a fun game. I like You want to go to 98 or 95? Let's go 98. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Okay. Top, top 10. Top 10 movies in 1998. Grossing. Okay. Armageddon. Saving Private Ryan. Godzilla. There's something about Mary. A Bug's Life. Deep Impact. Mulan. Dr. Doolittle. Shakespeare in Love and Lethal Weapon 4. You okay. want to go first or you want me to go first? Okay. So, Bobby. What a shitty year for movies, by the way. But anyway. <laughs> of those 10 movies, how many have you seen? How many of those movies have I seen? Okay, hold on. Without giving it away. I've seen... Scene. I know it's it's like what you count as scene. <laughs> um, I have seen in the background while doing your taxes counts. Exactly. I've seen eight <laughs> out of the ten of these movies. You've seen eight out of the ten of these movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. So which ones? Godzilla. I have seen Godzilla. <laughs> Fuck. I know. Matthew Broderick and everything. It was supposed to be good. It was supposed to be good. And it had uh, Gerard, uh, hmm? not Gerard. Depadu? Not Gerard Depadu. Uh, Jean Renault. Jean Renault? Okay. So I saw two. So you get two guesses. Actually, I have a funny story with, with these movies, actually. Seeing both of them. Lethal Weapon 4? Incorrect. <laughs> it was Mul- <laughs> I've never seen Mulan. Oh. And then uh, uh, Shakespeare in Love. Oh. Yeah. One of those won Best Picture. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so when we went to... <laughs> so we went to... Doc- what did you go see? We went as a family, as my parents and my sister... We went to Dr. Doolittle, and I was so fucking pissed about having to go to see Dr. Doolittle. I was like- How old were you at the point? So this this 90, I was 13. 13? Yeah, that sounds right. I'm like, I don't want to fucking watch Dr. Doolittle, right? I don't want to do that. And it was my, it's my stepmom who raised me, but like is, uh, so basically it was like, um, I don't want to, I don't want to watch this fucking movie. This is, this is ridiculous. And she's like, well- I want to see Saving Private Ryan. Do you want to go see that? I'm like, sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Let's yeah, absolutely. Please. Let's please. Let's go watch Saving Private Ryan. So like, we went and watched Saving Private Ryan. My dad and my sister watched uh, Oof. Doctor Doolittle. I'm like, ah, this is such a better movie. Like, I'm so so happy. But like, then you ended up watching Doctor. Well, of course, ended up watching Doctor Doolittle at some point. Like, I know. Ugh. Like, because it just was on. I know I've seen that movie. Um, but, so what is of the movies? But that, it was it was the weirdest juxtaposition between movies where you're like, "How was your movie? Oh, it was good." He's like, he talked to a bunch of animals, and the other one's like, "Cool, like, yeah, like they just all died in World War II. Like one of the two. Like, I don't know. No oh, man. Um, so of those movies, I have seen everything except for Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> oh fuck! You were supposed to give me. We were supposed to. Oh, no, guess. no, it's okay. It's okay. Oh my god! No, no, of everything. Wow. Did you cry at the end of Armageddon? 
No. I did. I'm a weepy. I'm a weepy. Are you a weepy guy? How I'm many movies have you cried at? This is a, a good lot, question. A lot. I'm a weepy guy. I like I okay. you put me in the right I have emotions, Bobby. I don't know if you understand. I do too. Yeah. That's why do we're you? friends. Yeah. Do you? I'm dead on the inside, but I have emotions. Yeah. No, like I no. The idea I How I, many I, movies have you cried at? I have no clue. What was the first movie you cried at? Uh, I think I want to say we've talked about this. I think we have. I think we did. It was. uh, I want to say it was uh, the 1990 version of uh, Lord of the Flies. Oh, that's right. What was the last uh, movie you cried at? Oh gosh, I don't know. Come on. I don't. I can't. I cannot tell you. I mean, really. No, like literally, it doesn't take much. And here's the weird thing: if I'm hungover, I get. I'm a little bit extra weepy. It's weird. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. Any, it doesn't matter. Did you like, cry at Armageddon? Then is that? Oh really? yeah. Like oh yeah. I don't want to close my eyes. Oh, no, no, not that part. Of course, not that part. I miss you, baby. No, the the I've got a weird thing. I've got a super weird thing. It's great. It is a good take. It is a really good Steven Tyler vocal like, take. Like he, my thing he is, I like the idea of sacrificing yourself mm-hmm. uh, for others. Just I don't know why. Well, you, that you resonates know, but with you, me. But a you lot. know, like uh, Aerosmith didn't agree to do that song until they saw the take of Liv Tyler. Until Steven Tyler saw the take oh. of Liv Tyler, like uh, being oh. like. So emotionally distraught over Bruce Willis's character staying on the moon. That's got. And that's what decided they're like, all right, we'll do. Can this song. you imagine being fucking? Uh, what's his name? Who's the guitarist? Joe Perry. Joe Perry. Joe Perry. Like everything hinges on fucking Steven Tyler's kid. Did your kid do a good enough job for this? I think for me to get a paycheck. I think Liv Tyler is a good actress. I don't think I'll, I, I I'll would say it. she does she's not a bad actress. She's not a bad actress. Which, but then again, I think she's okay. Yeah. She probably wouldn't have her job if it wasn't. She wanna make dad. me cry. You know who made me well, cry? Well she no, clearly it was, no, no, it was who, Bruce Willis. Okay. Bruce Willis. I mean, sitting there sacrificing loving his daughter loving, Liv loving, Tyler. No, and like loving my daughter enough to die. Mm-hmm. For a humanity and B clearly and B for everybody else. Is that your favorite Bruce Willis movie? Uh, that'd be Die Hard with a Vengeance, which I think Classic. is the, the best Die Hard movie that it's came true. out in '95. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I don't think that. Uh, it, that is a great movie. It's a fucking ahead, phenomenal click, movie. Click up to '95 in film. Let's see where. Die. Die hard with well, the vengeance. Well, before we do it, like, what's your guess? Is it is it in the top ten? If it's in the top ten, it's like number eight. Okay. It's, is that it's your in guess? the bo- It's number eight, number nine. Okay. Number eight, number nine. It's in the. I'm bo- gonna give it it's, top ten. It's in the bottom. Or I'm gonna the, give it top five. Top it's five. in the bottom of the pack. Okay, I'll give it top five. Ready? Okay. And you and get, go. go. All right, and <laughs> number one with the bullet. <laughs> Oh, oh, fuck. Good Number for you. One. Good for you, <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance. Wow. I'm so happy. S- better than Toy Story. And Apollo 13. And, Paul, and, Golden and Goldeneye. Eye, and Pocahontas, Pocahontas. And Batman Forever. And Seven. And Casper. And Waterworld. World and Jumanji. 
How many of those movies haven't you seen? Because uh, <laughs> it's zero. I, I've seen all of those fucking movies. Go ahead and guess. Guess. Bobby. I bet you've seen nine out of the ten of those. Or shit, probably eight out of the ten of those movies. Final answer? Eight. Eight. The answer is eight. eight. Can I guess the two? <laughs> That's the point of the game. <laughs> Pocahontas? Pocahontas. I did not watch Pocahontas. Okay. And Casper? And Casper? God, look at that. God, look at Son that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's like a nail. Waterworld, by the way, coming in number nine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know Waterworld. Well, you know, know that one. You know, I got Waterworld. Casper, that was a daycare uh, movie we watched for a yeah. lot. In- I, I, you know, I, I've seen enough of Casper. I'll allow it. Uh, but, but Die Hard with a Bitch, number one. Number one. Fucking shit. You thought the thing was going to be around Casper territory. I mean, listen, because I love it. Because I love it. Man. The thing I outgrossed Toy Story and Apollo 13. It's a great fucking movie. It's a great. It's awesome. It's, great. it's a great fucking movie. There's a reason it should be known as the best Die Hard movie. Mm-hmm. It's because it's a great fucking movie. Mm-hmm. It really is. Batman Forever. Like, I wanted to love Batman Forever too much. Like, I was too invested into Batman Forever. Um, but we that was the time that we were in, though. Like, when you're a teenager and yeah. the Batman movies are coming out, like, those those, those are made for us. That, that's what they yes, were made yeah. for. Like, so, like, and uh, you can, there's a certain level of forgiveness for those movies where Batman Forever seems cheesy. When you're watching it and thinking oh, like it's supposed to be like what Christopher no, Nolan's gonna do no. in ten years, but it's I really- remember like okay, so for me, I knew that I was done being a child. <laughs> this is when you found out Santa Claus wasn't real. <laughs> I don't I don't there wasn't like a specific moment. So when you for knew that. you were gonna be an adult. I don't ever remember finding do you remember finding no, out? No, I don't. I don't and, ever remember. And this out. is a problem as me as a parent right now. Okay. I have no idea. Which one of my children knows Santa Claus is real? Which one? Because it wasn't a thing. Like you don't remember right. finding out when it wasn't no. real. No, absolutely not. Anyhow, it's a good show so, title, by the way. <laughs> Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> so, I, as a child, I remember renting, um, the Mean Green, the okay. soccer movie. Yep. Yep. With the kid from the Sandlot, the kid from the Sandlot, and Rodney Dangerfield. In, no, no, that was no. the that was the ladybug. That was the ladybug. Yeah, <laughs> that was the ladybug. It's true. It's the same fucking movie. The same fucking yeah, movie. Gotcha. I remember like forcing my father to rent the Ming Grain, mm-hmm. and and as I'm wa- we get done watching, I'm like, I am fucking embarrassed. I am fucking embarrassed. I vouch for this movie. <laughs> I vouch for this movie. I stood up for this movie, and I'm like, I, that's it. I'm done. I can't. I can't. <laughs> like, we're done watching children's movies. <laughs> we can't because I cannot. I don't know which ones. I can't justify this. I thing. can't. I, I don't sorry. know which ones are going to be good. I <laughs> don't want no which ones going to be fucking farcical bullshit. I, I cannot make my father watch this right. horse shit yeah. at all. Uh, like uh, okay, all right. I guess we're done watching this, and so that was the, that was the Ming Green. So, but Batman Forever. So Ming Green, I think, was a year before. Okay, and so like like I had a subscription to Nickelodeon magazine. Lucky you! Wow. <laughs> well, in the boonies. Wow. Uh, no, I I think I won that 
as a I won that in a like essay contest. I got a subscription to a magazine. Mm, Hoity toity over there. And then and then my parents, God bless their hearts, like gave me it like paid for re-upped it. Re-upped it for like two more years. Mm-hmm. Which was fun. Yeah. It, it was I remember Nickelodeon magazine was the thing. Like it, it was, was a, it was fun. It was a prize to be had. Anyway, like Batman Forever came out and like there was a Batman Forever on the cover of Nickelodeon magazine. Mm-hmm. And then a friend no, I mean not a friend. I mean, listen, I grew up with I graduated with thirty some people in my class. Mm-hmm. So, an acquaintance. <laughs> another girl. In my class had a Nick Jr., not Nick Jr., a Disney Jr., like, their magazine was, like, a much smaller magazine. A little handheld pamphlet. A little handheld handheld pamphlet. And, uh... Whatever that word is. (laughs) Anyway, she had a small... Yeah. Disney, Disney Jr.-ish pamphlet on... Batman Forever. I'm like, oh man, this I'm movie. Fucking excited. This movie's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Uh, Batman Returns didn't really speak a lot to me oh, as a person. Okay, and oh. then uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for a. And then I didn't go to the movie theater. I couldn't watch it in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And then every time I went to rent it, my parents were like, um, no. No, we're not going to watch that. Because of the mean green or because of just... I don't know. And then my brother gave it to me as a VHS copy. Because it's not a bad movie. It's actually not a bad movie. It's not. It's bad. It's not that bad. It's campy as fuck. Sure. It's... No, they don't know where they land on any kind of spectrum. It's the introduction of Robin... Um, it's a juxtaposition. It's a wonderful Jim Carrey performance, by the way. I will allow the performance of Jim Carrey, not the character of the Riddler, which was much more. I'm going to watch this movie within the next week. Okay. I'm going to rewatch <laughs> it. Okay. Because it's fucking rough. Cause is it, uh, what, what was the one that came after that? Um, the one where Batman George Clo- and Robin. Batman and Robin. Yeah, with okay. George Clooney. Which you can, you can, shit. yeah, you can shit all over that. This yeah. is not as bad as people want to make it out to be. It's no, not, it's, it's awful. Not the, it's not the same. It's not the same tone. Which it is, broke my heart. You broke your heart. I went to the Mall of America and okay. I went to the Warner Brothers store and I purchased the Batman Batmobile. Like, wow. like, uh, what's it called? The model, model of the Batmobile, uh-huh. and I assembled it, and they they wrapped it in Bat Batman Forever wrapping paper, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this movie is gonna be so. This movie, good. this movie hurt you. This movie, <laughs> no, like, like, like not molested you, but kind of touched you in a like, way. No, and just and it's just like, holy fuck! And then and then as my brother, my brother gave me the VHS copy. Mm-hmm. And I watch it. I'm like, it's okay. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's okay. It's, it's just okay, okay, guys. Well, as we're reading here, it's like after after Michael Keegan chose not to reprise his role. Yeah, they chose William Baldwin and Ethan Hawke were were considered as replacements for before Val Kilmer joined the cast. 
So can you imagine the movie with William Baldwin? Billy Baldwin is Billy Baldwin. I think or, Billy, I actually I think Billy Hunt. Baldwin was ended up being a voice of Batman in a later animated movie. So we watched uh, Backdraft was one of the other movies that we watched and my god if I didn't know I didn't know the storied like a uh, Broadway career that Alec Baldwin has had but like the coattails that his brothers have ridden on all of them they're garbage actors. Like they're, they're not fucking good. horrible. Is they're... Billy Baldwin in who? What's he's Baldwin? in Backdraft. Billy yeah. Baldwin's in bad, Backdraft. Yeah, and he's garbage. Like it's it's literally like when you're watching somebody act and they're just waiting for someone to get done with their lines so they can say their lines, and then that's all yes. it is. That's all Billy Baldwin. Oh, I'll give Stephen Baldwin uh, some credit in Biodome. The one in Biodome. I'm sorry, Stephen Baldwin was who played a Batman in. A Batman animated movie, maybe. I'm, but just, I'm letting you know. Stephen Baldwin w- was fine in The Usual Suspects. Like he, he was. Uh, he was in. Oh God, which Baldwin? Who? Uh, but <laughs> what's the supermodel? What's that really? A- in Basinger? No. Because mm. Dan. Uh, no, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin and Kim Basinger were a couple. A thing, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. There was a movie where you saw a super hot. Who was in the Pepsi commercial? Not Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. I don't remember the name of the movie. Yeah. But it was Daniel Baldwin mm-hmm. and Cindy Crawford, and you saw Cindy Crawford naked, like on a car. Really? Yeah. They had sex, like on a freight train. Okay. On top of a car. And oh, you're right. Okay, and yes. like twelve year old me thought it was the most erotic thing I've ever seen ever. Go on. It, no, well, no, you don't want to listen to me. Like about twelve year old me. But you, you, you saw it. Uh, fair game. Fair game. That's fair it. Game. That's and I remember good. being like, "Holy cow! I cannot believe how attractive this is. This is." I think that's Billy Baldwin, actually. I think that's... Is that Billy that's Baldwin? Bi- that's Billy no, Baldwin. No, not Daniel. It's, it's Billy. It's that's Billy. That's a Billy. Max what? Kilpatrick. But the thing is, it's like... I could not tell you a single fucking thing about that fucking movie. But the the leash that all of his brothers got to make movies... What else did was Bill? Okay, all right. Hit me with Billy Baldwin's filmography, please. I'm just dying. Backdraft. Sliver. Squid in the, the Whale. The Squid in the Whale. He's in that. Like, I, I think I've seen that movie a long time ago. I don't remember Sliver. Uh, no, The Squid in the Whale. That was yeah, a Jeff yeah. Daniels Jeff movie. Jeff Daniels. And then... Uh, Noah Baumbach. That's a Noah Baumbach. He's in a lot of MacGyver from 2017 <laughs> to 2019. That sounds about right. And the Purge TV series. Yeah. Wilfred, he's in one episode of Wilfred. And Gossip Girl. And 30 Rock, Hawaii And Five-0. Hawaii Five O. This all makes sense, by the way. Parenthood. He's in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> mm. I forgot him. I don't. Forgetting Sarah here's Marshall. Here's the deal. I never watched that movie because I don't care. You don't, you never watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's your. That's me. That's my job. 
Forgetting Sarah Marshall is a good is a good movie. I just didn't care. But it's a fun it's a fun little movie. I didn't care. It's a fun little movie. Okay. I'm not like I can't defend it for more than that. Like Oh fuck yeah, that's right. He was in Flatliners. Oh, who wasn't in Flatliners? Mm. <laughs> Tell me who wasn't in Flat Kevin Costner wasn't in Flatliners. I love to see Costner in Flatliners. The Flatliners reboot. But yeah, backdraft like he's in backdraft like, but it's so one note like, he's not that good. Yeah, Flatliners Boys. was a movie that really freaked me out as a kid. Flatliners was a movie I was big into the Kevin Bacon game uh, in high school. Oh yeah, and Flatliners was one of those movies where it's like I can just nail anybody. Julia Roberts, because they're everyone's in it. It's like I can. Eat, Kiefer Sutherland, Oliver Julie Platt. Roberts, Kevin Bacon, William Baldwin, Oliver Platt, uh, Kimberly Scott, no. But, uh... Yeah. It it was a movie, like, something about that kid and the hoodie. Something about a kid and a hoodie, like, just beating the fuck out of people. Mm-hmm. Just, like, that really hit me. No pun intended. Like, I mean, it's just, well, yeah. Like, I cannot, like, the, the idea of, like, the unsuspecting child of abuse wanting to, like, come back and hit you is, that's great. This is Star City Cast. I mean, it's been a long time. I'll watch this movie. Fucking Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher, yeah. Like, I'll. Hit me with Joel Schumacher. It's fucking. The man did a lot of things. Batman and Robin, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> Eight millimeter. That that's a movie I want to rewatch, actually. Yeah. I want to get into a Nicolas Cage kick of watching the movies that I think he's good Oh at. yeah. Cause I mean, leaving Las Vegas. What fucking I remember great. was fucking awesome. Okay. All that. Tigerland. Fucking Joel Schumacher directed Tigerland. Fuck off. That's... Don't tell me to fuck off. Are you familiar with this? No, no, never Colin seen Farrell, like as a young recruit going into Vietnam, mm-hmm. would go and like, and it was, they would go and like practice war in Southern California. <laughs> and it was fucking, and it was like, like as far as a solid Vietnam movie. <laughs> made in the mid 2000s or oh fucking 2000 made in 2000 yeah. yeah i remember like enjoying the shit out of that okay well a time to kill fuck you mean a time to kill great he went batman forever <gasps> a time to kill a batman and robin eight millimeter like that's a that's the craziest four movie stretch that you could fucking make like flawless which what was flawless no 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 let's not gloss over the fact that batman forever a time, a time to, to kill, kill. Batman, Batman and Robin, Robin eight, eight millimeter. millimeter, and then flawless, and then whatever the fuck flawless is. Is that is that the one with Demi Moore? Oh, this is Robert De Niro and uh, Philip, Philip Seymour, Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah, where Philip Seymour Hoffman was a gay, like transgender person. Sure. Uh, did I see this movie? I have not seen this movie. I did not see this movie. There's an ultra-conservative a... security guard suffers a debilitating stroke 
and is assigned to a rehabilitative program that includes singing lessons with the drag queen next door. Yeah, I, I have not seen this movie, but... Starring Philip Seymour Hoffman. You got it. It's it, it's still in the catalog of what he was doing. Bad Company. Him. I did a movie review of that. Uh, with... Uh, yeah, Chris Rock. And Chris and, Rock and... Uh, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony. I don't remember. Oh, hey. It's bad. And this movie review, I my movie review of this, I did using um, original uh, Transformers television show. And I just voiced over it, like me having a conversation. It was, it was good. Like, I took the original Transformers. Okay. And me and my friend Adam discussing the movie while fighting, I put it over, um, yeah, Transformers. Fighting? Yeah. And at the end of the day? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Could that be a podcast? I mean, no, not that, but this. But this could be? Yeah. Like loosely. Wow. Hey, thanks everybody for uh, listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, Do us a favor. Can you like at least do us the favor of giving us a review on Apple Podcasts? Because apparently liking and subscribing isn't enough. You need to like give us some kind of diatribe of why we're important. And don't forget also... I know this is tough. I get it. I know. Hit us up on Twitter at TCBA underscore podcast. That's where we're at. And that's what we're going to do. And that's what we're going to continue to do because we've talked to everybody else and nobody else wants to listen. But, but Bobby, where it's else true. are we? We're, we're on Facebook, actually. You know, uh, speaking of people that uh, don't listen, uh, we're on Facebook. And, like everything that we threw out there, you know, you can interact with you if you want. But, you, you know. People aren't there, but that's fine. Nobody's and really there. No one's really there. It's just kind of like if your grandma listens to the show, or if like your you know your friend that you went to high school with, um, you know, listens to the show. They exactly. Be there, but no one really fucking interacts or cares because I don't know them and I don't care what they ate for dinner. Um, so, but we are we're on we are on Twitter and we are on Apple Podcasts and everything like that. And be sure to check us out on that. We're also on YouTube as well. Uh, we put all of our stuff up there. So, and you know, God knows the random assortment of uh, crazy people that are on YouTube as well. So, just uh, have fun. See what happens. I don't know where the potato monster is. Yeah.